Happy Friday, everybody. I am so excited to be here today with you on Keys to Your Best Life. I am your host, Maggie Cavanaugh, and I have my friend Wendy with me. And we are going to talk about some important things. We're going to be talking about biblical um, mental rehab and mental health issues because it is something that is incredibly important in the season. But I want to tell you a little bit about Wendy and how we met. Wendy and I are Facebook friends, but we met because we're in the same vein. We both have books and, you know, we know the same people and things like that. So I cannot wait until the quarantine is over because we're actually going to be able to physically meet. But during the meantime, <laughs> this is the next best thing. So just a little bit of background about my friend Wendy here. Okay. So Wendy is passionate about the word of God. She implies she has it in every area of her life, strong in her faith, has been a Christian for a long time. And she's seen a lot of things over the years of not only being a uh, leader in women's ministry over the years, but also in the lives of people that she's dealt with through her nursing career. So many years of her being a nurse, she has this amazing broadcast now where she gives you nuggets of biblical truths that you can apply to your everyday life. And I absolutely love that. So I would like to welcome to the broadcast, Wendy Wilson, author, speaker, and all the other good stuff that comes along with that. Wendy, thank you for being here with me today. Thank you, thank you very much. Well, it's an honor to have you on here. I know we've been Facebook friends for a while, and this isn't our first rodeo. We're trying to get this broadcast. Wendy and I actually had scheduled this uh, twice now we've had to cancel because of me getting sick and all that. But hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I'm better now, and uh, things are going well. And I was just really, a couple days ago, I was super excited because I got my copy of this book, Biblical Mental Rehab. Now, when y'all think about that, you know, you're thinking, what exactly does that mean? Wendy, how did you come up with the title for this book? Uh, well, I wanted to be able to help people that doesn't care to go to counselors, but I wanted to give them, give them that in a book form. And uh, I put one of the things in there that uh, it don't. It doesn't cost you an arm and a leg to go to rehab, just the cost of a book. So I tried to put some counseling type things in the book. <laughs> I love that because, you know, I am a firm believer in, you know, biblical counseling, life coaching, uh, resources like this book. But so many times people are not willing to go. They're not. Right. And, you know, no. for especially now I will say, um, People can say what they want about the millennials, but they are good about getting counsel. They really are. You know, they'll be quick to say, hey, you need to go talk to a counselor. You need to get some coaching in that area or something. <laughs> but but our generation, there used to be a little bit of a stigma involved, wasn't there? Yes. Yes, there was. Mm -hmm. There was. And so I'm trying to encourage people. I, I encourage people to go to see counselors. I'm not yeah. saying that at all. But uh the Lord, Lord Jesus is our great counselor and uh, his word is also our great counselor. So there are different avenues to get the help. Absolutely. And so in this book, what 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 excited you about it? What whenever the Lord told you to write this book, because I know that it was a spirit led thing or you wouldn't have done it. Yeah. But what right. what did the Lord download in you when you knew you were going to write this book? Was there any certain thing that inspired you to do it other than his his prompting? Well, I felt the Lord, I wanted to work for the Lord. So he made things to come about. That is a whole nother story that uh, 
took me out of my nursing career and helped me to uh, write and teach. And uh, I felt voiceless and invisible growing up. And I knew that I needed to have some things healed and changed. Well, he used, I asked the Lord to heal me and he used the Bible. And so, and I'm a teacher and a lover of words. And I could basically teach on anything, but he kept pulling me back to biblical mental health. So biblical mental health is birthed from the Lord and I have stuck with it. And uh, I want everybody else to have it too. I believe it's the greatest resource that you can have. You know, the Bible tells us that his yes, word is sharper than any double-edged sword able to cut through, you know, things. And there's so many things in our life that need cut through. But in order to get that, we've got to get in the word and you've broken it down. I just want to tell the viewers some of the, the topics here of what if, you know, and y'all need to go today. Today, you need to go to Amazon. It's called Biblical Mental Rehab by Wendy Wilson. And you can get your copy on rehab. I was blessed enough. She sent me one in the mail. And I'll be honest, I haven't had a chance to, to read it all yet, but I skimmed through it. And I was just like, wow, this is impactful with so much word in it. I mean, you can just go through the pages and you're going, oh, my goodness. And addressing so many different areas. But here are some of the topics she talks about a well-planned life. Now, you guys know the whole purpose of this Keys to Your Best Life is to give you some tips to have your best life ever and having a well-planned life. She talks about the enriched life, the free life. And I love free. She is in, living in uh, Middle Tennessee in Freesboro. I love that city because it's got the word free right in the middle. That's why I moved there in 05. As I was, that was the first thing I <laughs> when I seen the word free. I seen that I circled it on the piece of paper and said, interesting, the healing life, the engaged life, the tree of life, the love of life, the kingdom life, the listening life, the beautiful life, the surrounded life and the garden life. And I'm like, man, talk about just taking you through all the important areas that need restoration. That I, I didn't lose you, did I? I. Can you can you repeat the question, please? Oh, no, no, no. I was just telling the viewers about this. So um, I wanted to know about the the inspiration. I know you wanted to get some healing yourself and God used the Bible. But whenever did you ever think whenever he was healing you that he would have you write about it? Did you know all along during your journey that he was going to have you write a book? You know, we're having some technical difficulties, and I'm not understanding what you're saying to me. And I'm sorry. That's but okay. I will tell you this much. Um, I heard Dr. Caroline Leaf being interviewed by Joyce Meyer, and I know you're a fan of Dr. Leaf as well. Yes. And uh, she said that handwriting a verse 21 days will rewire your brain. And she's a Christian neuroscientist. So she can be trusted with her knowledge. And so I experimented with it, with it and used the Bible verse that applied to a problem area of my life and it worked. It healed me. And uh, I went ahead and did some research though on her advice, like handwriting versus typing on a computer. Handwriting activates the learning center of your brain. And repetition 
it creates a habit, hence the 21 days. And then uh, I, I the brain. The brain is a one-track organ. You cannot think negative or positive at the same time. Uh, there's a, the Bible verse that talks about the double-minded man. That's when you're trying to think negative and positive at the same time, and it's confusion. And the Lord said he can't do anything for you if you're in that state. So, uh, and the other thing I learned about the brain is repeated thoughts form well warm paths in the brain it's like a garden path there are all the grooves and um, that explains why some people seem comfortable staying in their sin it also explains why some people may be okay with staying in a depression and not coming out of it because you've got to get off that little grooved path and uh, handwriting God's scripture once a day for 21 days helps you form a new path in the brain. And I have Bible verses to back up every one of those. And with that being said, I discovered the Bible has scientific value to it. It works. And also modern psychotherapy, they use cognitive behavioral treatment. Have you heard that term before? Yes, uh, of course. <laughs> cognitive only means to change your thing change of pattern of thinking and so uh romans chapter 12 verse 2 says don't copy the behavior and customs of the world but change your way by transforming to a new person changing the way you think then you will learn to know god's will for you which is good and pleasing and perfect you and i heard you uh, to uh, the well-planned life your intro and uh that bible verse right there tells you when you get your thinking right along God's word, we learn what his purpose is for us in our life. Much like um, how I came to, how he came to birth biblical mental health and me being the, the uh, to teach it. So it could happen for you. Absolutely. You know, God is no respect. anything to add or to ask about that? Yeah, well, God is no respecter of person, and it is exactly right. A lot of times people see that and they're like, we well, you know that worked for you, Wendy, but God uses everything. He uses every ounce of his word, and he uses our circumstances, too, sometimes to get us into the word. And so that's huge. So I absolutely love that. And I love the fact that you talk about God's promises. Can you elaborate on some of the promises that you stood on? Oh, is it cutting up? Breaking up? Oh, repeat that one more. I said, can you can you tell us some of the promises that you stood on in his word? The promises? Yes. Yeah. So um, we Christians tend to... Uh, we read about God's promises in his word and we believe them true, but we tend to think they're not true for us because we may have uh, had some sin in our life or we just may think we're unworthy to have those promises come true for us. But uh, that's part of the devil's trick and we believe it a lot of times. I say that we Christians have the best biblical mental treatments available to us in the word but uh you know 
we have to be uh, a compliant patient. We nurses would say, is this patient being compliant with the treatment the doctor has given them? And uh, the same thing is true for the Bible. Yes. I'd say consistency is a big key. So where should people start in the process? If they're wanting to renew their mind, where do you recommend they start? And I type okay. what I would do. Journaling is very helpful. Uh, when you and what I do is I journal my prayers to God. One uh, on one relationship with God is the key thing. You learn how much He loves you, and in return, you love Him back, and it colors your whole world, everything you do. But journaling, start out by journaling what is at the front of your mind. Uh, what is your issue today? And let's see, let just start handwriting and see where it leads you. And then what I would do is uh, weed it down to one particular problem. Uh, look up a verse that, that uh, will counteract that problem and handwrite that Bible verse once a day for 21 days. But... Uh, and the, the, the Bible verses are very de descriptive. They're prescriptive themselves. I do like to use the Bible as prescription. That was one of the things that I asked the Lord with when this ministry was birthed. I told him I didn't want to just tell people what the Bible says about their situation. As a nurse for 27 years, I wanted to be able to hand out them. And these biblical mental health pop-up clinics on Facebook, and I always include a picture in the comment section of a prescription with a Bible verse and what it will help with. And uh, Bible verses tend to be very, very prescriptive and diagnostic. Like the negative part of the verse, that's the diagnosis. It tells you what's, what you're doing wrong, what's wrong with you. And then it'll give you, uh, it'll tell you what needs to be done to help it out. Wow. I love that. I love that. I love that. Sounds like you've got another book in you, a book of prescriptions. <laughs> that would be amazing. So I, you know, I, I couldn't agree more with what you're saying because over the years, you know, some of my viewers may or may not know my master's is in counseling. I've been a biblical counselor for years and I have found the renewing of the mind through the washing of the word with the scriptures is the most impactful thing that can happen for anyone. And that's exactly what has I have seen time and time again, bring more freedom. You know, even though I'm trained both ways, there's always, and that's why many times people will say, are, are you, what's the difference between a biblical counselor and a Christian counselor? Well, a Christian counselor is a counselor who is a Christian. And if you ask them about spiritual things, they will talk about it. But a biblical counselor, a true biblical counselor, or a biblical nurse, if you will, will take and say, here is what you need. Here's what the word says. And what I have used over the years that has been very effective with, with the people I've worked with is replacing the, the, the lie with the truth of God's word. Can you talk about the truth of the scriptures and how that reframes our mind a little bit? 
I'm going to chat it to you here because I have. Oh, can you repeat me. that very last sentence? Yeah, the truth of um, the truth of the word replacing the negative, the positive of God's word, the live living word. Uh, let, I'm going to type it to you here um, because I don't know if you can see the chat. Can you see the chat? I know we're having terrible, and we do apologize for the terrible uh, technical difficulties, y'all. But uh, if you could just, Wendy, talk about the truth, replacing the lie with the truth. Well, I heard the word truth. <laughs> That's it. Um, Go for it. <laughs> the word truth. Okay. Well, as I was talking about it before, we Christians don't tend to take God's truth, our truth. It could be because we're living in a sin or, uh, you know, we just feel low worth. The thing is, when we say yes to Jesus, we get his worth and he forgives us of our sins. And it's a, a matter of terms with that, that we don't have to do anything to earn his forgiveness. Amen. He's he's already forgiven us and we, do, we move into it. And as before, brain is a one. It only moves in the negative direction or in the positive direction. And so we have to learn to uh, train our mind and our brain on God's work. Because it's positive, it's pure, it's full of love, and it gets us away from the sin that's dragging us down. And uh, when, we, when we get into the word and feel God's love for us, the truth comes very clear to us. It's the most beautiful thing ever. Um, and I have to say, when, when we get into the word and handwrite it once a day for 21 days, there's an amazing uh, phenomenon that happens. You feel energetic and relaxed all at the same time. You feel comfort, love. It's like the best place to be in. It's, it's just wonderful. Wow. I absolutely love that because, you know, they have said over the years that uh, to make or break a habit, you know, you're creating a spiritual discipline by doing this. So I would say that along with the writing of the scriptures, and I know you're a woman of prayer. Can you talk to us a little bit about incorporating the journaling and prayer with that? Did you say prayer? Yes, prayer. <laughs> yes, prayer. Okay. Well, I incorporate my prayer with uh, my. The funny thing about prayer is, um, like I said, I'm a teacher. I have those uh, those gifts. Uh, but for a long time, I, w I was at the Frist Clinic in Asheville for 13 years. And so I had a long I had a long day of work and I would come home and uh, my family time wasn't so good but I had zero time for God did not have a personal private time with him all at the same time I was teaching Sunday school I was leading Bible studies at work I was singing in the choir I was doing all the Christian things but I did not have personal time with God and I was chaotic at the time and so I was surprised when I heard God say to me, pray and read my word. 
I was even more surprised when I said, hey, I can give you 15 minutes a day. So I started out with 15 minutes a day, seven and a half minutes of prayer and seven and a half minutes of reading the word because my, my, my life was crazy. So I did. And when I did that, I immediately, I started seeing his words of love to me in the scripture. Mm. Uh, you know, the Bible says that God loved us first. Well, I had to uh, feel his love in order for me to love him back. And that's exactly what happened. And from then on, everything, my world differently. His love colored my world. And uh, so that prayer time, it extended. I started uh, at nighttime. I was doing that in the morning, but I, I could not wait home at night before I would go down to sleep and read the Bible again. It, it was just something I was drawn to. Mm. Wow. I love what you said about I, this is where I started because a lot of times people, they, they, they have good intentions, you know, and they're thinking, okay, I'm going to get in the word. I'm going to get up at 5 a.m. and I'm going to spend 30 minutes reading the scriptures and 30 minutes in prayer. And for people like yourself that was running a household, working full time, you know, in another city, I mean, really busy, it's hard to do that. So then we end up doing nothing because we shut down and we think, well, I missed it. But we got to start where we're at. God meets us right where we're at. You know, give him what you've got and he will multiply it. And you you were talking about, you know, loving on him. The more, you know, I tell people all the time, one of my very favorite quotes, I don't know who to give credit to because I know I didn't come up with it because, you know, nothing is new under the sun, according to Solomon. You know, we all say things and we don't know where we heard it. But a statement that has always resonated with me is when you fall in love with Jesus, you fall out of love with your old life. And so you fell in love with Jesus spending that time. I, I did. Yeah. I said, when you fall at fall in love, oh, with Jesus, I wish then you, you know, you fall in love with your, you know, you fall out of love with your old life. So, and that's what you did. That's what I heard you say. That is so remarkable. If I was to ask you, if you had some sort of nugget, uh, some truth, some key. I always tell people all the time, the name of the broadcast is Keys to Your Best Life. So if you have a key that you could give to the audience for them to take and apply to their life, what would that be, Wendy? I would, as everybody, get to, to, to pray and read the Bible and connect with God on a one-on-one -on -one level. It is a two-way uh, relationship and he is in the present. Yes. Uh, have to pray and hope that he'll answer you. When you start having that relationship with him every day, um, he's there. The Bible says when you draw near to the Lord, he'll draw near to you. And it it's, it's, a, it's a beautiful relationship. And like my trust, grown really big with this love love relationship with him and with Jesus Christ and with the Holy Spirit. The funny thing happened, Maggie, when I developed, started this relationship with the Lord, um, I told God I wanted to know more about him. Well, and then that happened. And every time I started out him, dear God, I write dear God in my journal. Then I started calling him father. 
Then I started calling him my daddy. Then I started calling him my good daddy. Mm. And so when that relationship became very bonded, I, want, I told him I wanted to learn about Jesus. Well, that happened. And then I told him, well, I want to learn about the Holy Spirit. And then that happened. But there was another person that I finally got to that I told him I wanted to learn about. And Wendy Wilson. About Wendy Wilson. Love the Lord your God with all of your heart, all of your soul, all of your mind, all your strength. Love others as well as you love yourself. That became true uh, in my life. And uh, just enhanced my life greatly. Wow. That's because you got so much healing from the word of God. Because we can't love others. You know, the Bible tells us to love others like, you know, as ourselves. Problem is, is a lot of people don't love themselves. And so you fell in love with the author of right. creation and he downloaded this amazing book. And y'all, I'm going to hold it up here again. It is Biblical Mental Rehab. Wendy Wilson is the author. You can get this on Amazon. Is there any other place besides Amazon they can get this book? We're having no, just mainly through Amazon. Mainly through Amazon. Okay, so find. I want you to find Wendy on Facebook. You can always reach out to her, um, and I want you to either Facebook friend her or at minimum follow her. And the reason is, is because I ran across her when she was doing um, a a prescription. She was literally giving a prescription for life, uh, something that I could take and apply. And I was like, I love that because that's exactly you know. I I always called it assignments. I'm giving you an assignment. Here's your assignment. I want you to go get this word. I want you to put it on a three by five card or I want you to go get this word and meditate on it. Or I want you to listen to this soaking stuff when you go to bed and rewire your brain. And, you know, I would say assignments, but I love that the Lord gave you them as prescriptions and how he showed the diagnosis along with that. How powerful. It's amazing. Well, y'all, we apologize for the technical issues that we've had today. We're very thankful that you've taken the time to watch this broadcast. We would love for you to share this out with your friends, families, colleagues that need to hear it. And for people that need this book in their hands, get a copy for you and get a copy for a friend because we all need some biblical mental rehab. Wendy, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for taking the time to be on the broadcast with us. I absolutely, I'm, I actually, after I finish my project today, I'm going to cuddle up and I'm going to read this because I could use some serious uh, word in me. The word is like life. And uh, Jesus came so we could have life and have it more abundantly. Y'all find Wendy on Facebook and make sure that you enjoy the day that the Lord has made. Take those prescriptions, apply it to your life, share it with a friend, and y'all be blessed. We'll see you next time here, uh, next Wednesday on Keys to Your Best Life. God bless. Thank you.